Hey there, this is Isha Montgomery, and you are listening to Hope Speaks, Episode 3. And the name of this episode is Love on Uncharted Waters. So, today I'm just going to be talking to you about the beautiful thing known as love. Um, going to be reading you a few poems. And I hope you enjoy it. I hope you like it a lot. Days like this, I just think, the weekend can't come soon enough. (laughs) But nevertheless, I'm here. I'm excited. And I'm ready. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. Okay, so the first poem I'm going to read, which is also on my blog, black27.com. Is called Uncharted. We have no title. These waters are uncharted. We exist to love. We love to exist. We dream of the moment. We live for this. You stare into my heart. I peer into your soul. You are the wild part of me. The factor I can't control. You roll my hurt language into words that only a like mind can speak. You are sweet sweat beneath a chiseled chin. Wherever you go, I want in. But I don't want to move too fast. I can't deny that your presence sends vibrations down the strings of my spine. Talk to my senses. Let the birds echo through the trees. Let the bees buzz as they seek pollen. Let the grass grow like hair underfoot. Let the lightning bugs flicker. Thank you. And the name of that again is Uncharted. Um, So today was just like, today was a long day for me. Um. But I was excited to be able to come home and to see those I love that meant a lot to me. And it's moments like that when I realized that, you know, in some in some way we all, you know, kind of exist to love or love to exist. You know, we all have those people we care about who make our days a little better. And I think that those people are just invaluable in the greater picture of things, you know, just to have you know, people and family members and pets and those who you love. I think that's just wonderful, you know. Um, and I just I just kind of wanted to celebrate that tonight, you know, just celebrating, you know, the people in our lives who help make the day a little sweeter, you know. Um, or, or whether that's your dog or your cat or, you know, whoever in your life, you know, just makes you feel like, wow, you know, this is a great moment. You know, this is a wonderful day, you know, even if you've had a long day, even if you've been stressed out. For some people, that might be their children, you know. Um, for others, that might be their lover. For someone else, it may be a cousin. For someone else, it may be a friend, you know. Um, for someone else, it might be a iguana, you know, because maybe you're friends with your iguana, and that's totally awesome. It's always great to have people and, um, and, 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 and pets and just just 
places we can go where we can feel at peace. You know, for some people, that might be a place. You know, it might be a place by the riverside. Or it just might be a place in the forest or in the woods or maybe their backyard or maybe their man cave or or maybe their den, you know, wherever they just feel most comfortable, you know, wherever they feel alive. I think that's always great just to have a place where you can exist, you know. I think we can find that place amongst people or just by ourselves as well, you know. I think there's a beauty in in being able to be alone as well as being able to be around other people. In today's world, I think that we've gotten used to the type of isolation that comes from utilizing electronics too much. But I also see that I think that some people have trouble with being alone. You know, even though we all have all these electronics and all this, um, you know, cell phones, flat screens, laptops, tablets, you know, you name it, you know, people have it now, but it doesn't mean that you feel comfortable with being alone. I think that people really love to move in groups for the most part because humans by nature are just so um, social, you know. So many of us live in society. I think that's just natural to want to see other people. And that's what I find so interesting about this um, COVID situation. Because the six feet of space means everything. (laughs) Like, when people get close to me now, it's almost like this hairs on the back of my neck stand up. I'm like, who is that? Do I know you? You know, Um, it's put so much distance between me and other people. I think it makes you feel so isolated. So for me, these last... Going on two years now, sometimes it's been a little rough because I'll be like, you know, I never really thought I would have been the person that isolated to disagree. Now, was I always a loner? Yes. I was a loner who liked to be alone. Ain't nothing wrong with the silence of my own thoughts. I welcome the peace. But ultimately, um, this pandemic has really, really changed things. You know, it's hard to say I love you, you know, from a distance. That's why I think it's so awesome that now people are doing things like buying cards and writing letters and using words to express themselves, you know? I live in words. I find my my solace in words. But I think it's just important to, to be able to show people that you care nowadays, especially because all the stuff going on. It's like COVID is like the song that never ends. Every time I turn around, it's more COVID. Whether we're talking about the new waves of it or, you know, the new strands. You know, I can honestly say that a lot of people say, I want to go back to the way things were before COVID. The way things was before COVID was messed up and COVID is messed up right now. I don't want to go back to the way things were. I want things to be better. I want there to be more equity. I want there to be a better quality of life for um, for people in different stratospheres in terms of class. It shouldn't be only the people who are in um, the top 1% or top 5% or top 10% get to live good. It shouldn't be only a matter of upper class if, if upper middle class still exists in terms of that, you know, just getting the benefits of this society when it comes to resources. But I would like to see a better quality of life for for more groups of people instead of just 
certain small subsects of people. I think that could be awesome. You know, but I'm sorry I got off topic. Let's get back to love. <laughs> the thing that ca- crosses all boundaries, right? All right, so I'm actually going to read you a poem that I like, that I enjoy. Poem that I value so very much. Um, I wrote it. I think I wrote it in like, I want to say I wrote it in like 2017. And then I ended up putting it into my book called Traces of My Black Lipstick. This is the first poetry book I wrote. I wrote it with love. I wrote it with care. I wrote it and it had a few grammatical errors, but it was there. I did the best I could. No, but seriously though, I, I edited that thing so many times over and over and over and over again. And I think I learned that. The first book may not be the best book, but it's the best experience you'll ever have because what you do is you put yourself through the rigmarole of creating something. And then the next thing will be better. And the next thing will be better. And it just kept on getting better from the first book. But I still like this book. Like I, Part of me still does go back here to look at the poetry, even though I've evolved a lot since then. But I want you to check it out. The name of this poem is called Angel, actually it's called My Angel. I only saw you in man's form, but I knew it was you. The care in your eyes shone through like painted glass, but all I could synthesize was a longing to smoke grass and throw back this ass. You gave form to my ruined ways. Resurrecting the notion of love in me and for me. You pour new wine into an old vase, but you love me just the same. Never became angry by my meddling in earthly games. When I needed comfort, you wrapped your wings around me and held me till the tears subsided. We were different individuals, but our hearts were united. When I went off the deep end, you saw me and dove in despite your inability to swim. While some hated and see our love as antiquated, I never deliberated. You are the reason my ocean of a heart still teems with fish. My only true desire and fervent wish, even if I had the world, I would only need this. My angel. Thank you. So, I love that poem. It was one of the, it was one of the things that every time I reflect on that poem, it always makes me smile. The rest of the book, I enjoy, but that poem just really touches my heart. Um, and I was having a rush for year that year. The year I, the year I released traces of my black lipstick. Goodness, I didn't have no job that year. Like, I was let go and I quit all at the same time. It was like, uh, you've never seen anyone quit and let go within the same breath. But it's like that moment when you're like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to take a break from work. How long of a break? Months. That's how you know the job is over. When you're at the point where you go into your boss, like, I need months. And one of my family members was sick. I had to take care of my family anyway. I couldn't even 
focus. Focus on that job. I was like, I'd rather figure out what's going on with my family and be on top of that than try to make a job work that I already hated because I hated that job. Really did. Mm-mm-mm. I want to read you a poem that I enjoy, that I love. This poem was inspired, actually, by Brandy's song, I Want to Be Down. For all the 90s babies, I hope I'm not aging myself too much, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> okay, so this poem is from my book, also from my book, Traces of My Black Lipstick, and it's called I Want to Be Down. My chocolate ray of sun in this chill, desolate earth. God only knows your worth. In my mind's eye, I see you rise at the crack of dawn. Stretch with a daze over your glaze and throw something on. I dream of the day that we are united. Descendants of slaves returning to their ancestral land. On the shores of Mozambique, I see this man. A young Marcus Garvey determined to make a plan to know something other than oppression and misery, a way out of subjugation, burglary and trickery. We traveled to the island of restitution. In this place, our worlds collided. Rest on me when your soul is weary. I will be the heat to your fire. Receive my bright vibes and realize life is worth fighting for. As long as our dream is alive. I want to be down. So. That poem. I actually really enjoy writing that poem. Really truly did. That poem was just like. That was actually. That actually. um, I first. I originally. I think I originally wrote it on my blog and then I ended up putting it in the book. I really enjoyed um it's kinda like that nineties feel to it, just the thoughts of, you know, kinda like that. That even the tone I read it with with that sister soldier's tone of the of the nineties hitting you there. I hope you felt that. Um I just really have such a reverence for that time period. Oh, and you know what? There's more than one type of love. I just want to let that be known. It's important that we acknowledge, like, all the different types of feelings that exist, you know? I'm going to read a poem called Outside These Hospital Walls. I hope you love it. And this is also from my book, Traces of My Black Lipstick. Okay, so I'll hide outside these hospital walls. There is existence for you, a renewed spirit for you. Old things turn brand new for you, if only you let them. Let your hope be vast. You are free at last, set sights on innovative heights, no longer behind you. No grim reaper will see you. God is Christ, so nothing can touch you. I want you to see 
that your dilemmas are see-through. In no time, you'll be back at Red Lobster eating seafood. How many times have you sacrificed for others, breaking your body down to be a wife and a mother? The raging fires of illness couldn't tire you down. It hindered you, but it failed to take your crown outside these hospital walls. Thank you. And um, if you notice... With that first book of poems I wrote, a lot of a lot of the poems in there are um, of a shorter variety, which I love just as much as the longer ones. Like, for instance, my book Past Chains, all those poems were long. Um, and I love that book as well. Um, but for me, that, that book is honestly, I'm not even going to lie. Past Chains is one of my favorite books. I don't know why either. It just, I think it just has a special place in my heart. So, mm, let me read a, let me read a poem from Past Shane's. Love Past Shane's. Let me see if, let me see if I can get a poem that's, I'm going to read for y'all When Love Comes from Past Chains available on Amazon. My love is always waiting on me. It is patient and breathes tranquility. My love is daring and fights for peace. He cares nothing for my past because he knows the struggle fostered me. My love is freedom, awakened by a baby's laugh and wants to have them with me. My love is silence, arriving the morning after the storm when he's leaving for work but promising not to be gone too long. My love is a resounding wave in a calm sea. But the energy I throw at him can be returned to me because we are two peas. I ponder about how he came to be. My love is black and bold and worships me, but can turn green with envy. My love is always waiting on me. It is patient and breathes tranquility. My love is thousands of secrets untold, but his eyes speak to my soul, and there you have it. My love is forever young and never gets old. When love comes. Thank you. I love that poem. It always makes me smile every time I read. <laughs> every time I read. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. So, um, do I have anything? Anything else I want to read to y'all tonight? Tonight, tonight, tonight. Sorry, I didn't put up the podcast earlier, but.
I had a lot going on, so I got it done when I had it done. Sorry about that, though. Let's see. So I'm going to read you another poem. It's called Daddy. I'm going to read the interlude to the poem, too. You always complain about how I don't show you that I love you enough. I hope this poem does you justice. Daddy. Before speech was attributed to words, before freshly created ears heard, before feet met broken pavement in a cohesive strut, you called me a baby girl and picked me up. As my youth brought on the coming spring, you took me fishing. The riverbank was my backyard. And we took to the land when times were hard. I remember when mama used to say, you want to go see daddy? I would nod my head in glee. Mom would strap me in the car seat. You were always just a few yards away in my mind. Never gone too long, never hard to find. Before speech was attributed to words. Before freshly created ears heard. Before feet met broken pavement in a cohesive strut. Back when I was confounded by the complexities of riding a bike, we tried for hours but couldn't get past two blocks. Most people would have told me give up, but you said don't stop. 20 years later, I am proud to say, I can ride about a good four blocks. Before... I went through my girlhood transformation and wrestled with the birds and bees initiation before you allowed lipstick on my lips, before boys made their way to uncharted hips. You were a friend to me, a six-foot Hercules that would do whatever to protect my mother and me, and I adore you for it. Some men walked away from their responsibilities but you never ignored it, daddy. Thank you. So that poem's about my father, and I love that poem. Um, Not all the poems I write are directly uh, correlated with my life, though. Like, I would say about half of his fiction, just if I had to, you know, guess. Because, you know, not everything can be... Not everything can mean something to me. Um, actually, all my poetry does mean something to me. But not everything is, you know, some stuff is stuff that I see on TV. Maybe a news article inspires me or someone I know or something I'm going through or something someone else is going through. But it's never, um, it's never always exactly as it seems. I think that there was a few times I, I told someone, like, I was like, yeah, check out my blog or whatever. And then they were at my blog, and then they came to work the next day, and they were looking at me strange. I was looking at them strange. I'm like, what did they read? <laughs> and why are they looking at me like this? <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, but it's all love, though. <laughs> but their face, like, like, the way they looked at me, they're like, I've read your blog. And I was like, okay. I'm like... They realize this is artistic expression, correct? I hope they realize this is literally artistic expression. Like, 
you know, believe it or not, I actually do this because I love this. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyways, let me let me read you a short poem from Chases of My Black Lipstick. Because I don't read this book enough. No, I do read it, but I don't read it enough. I'm going to read the poem Quirky Black Chick. Quirky Black Chick. In the wee hours of the morning, I lie awake. Anime figures dance across my laptop screen. Loud yells and high-pitched screams can be heard from my bedroom as I imitate Goku's Kamehameha. I wear my hat fit flip back to the back with Hey Arnold on the flap. Though I am a droplet in the wave, I live brave and unafraid. You may see me bobbing my head to no music and think it's strange. Just know there is a masterpiece of creativeness blasting in my brain. You believe that all black women have to file in line and act according to fabricated guidelines. I'd be damned to live a life where I am confined. I am quirky, crazy, and funny as hell with eyes that tell stories and hips that made boats sail. And if you don't like my eccentric personality, oh fucking well. Quirky black chick. Um... And that poem, that's one of the first, <laughs> that's actually one of the first poems I really wrote about where I even um, talked about feeling um, socially awkward and kind of like the experience that that's been for me. Um, so that was actually one step in, in a long journey of discussing how it feels to be quirky, to be eccentric, to be alive, to be happy, to be fun, to be outgoing, to talk like this <laughs> with a high-pitched voice and to to know that that's normal. Um, I do hope that in the future, the thoughts that people have regarding Black women, I hope they revolve because sometimes look at the parameters that people said in terms of what they believe a black woman can be you know personality wise and they're just so narrow like there's so many different types of black women there's so many different types of people in the world i don't think you can ever ever hold up a mirror to one person expect for them to have that same reflection as the next like it's just it's not possible you know um but you know just i want to close out by saying today is a great day and tomorrow is a great day as well to love those around you and love yourself as well, you know. You know, get some love to, to your children, to your dog, to your cat, to your, to your hamster, to your roommate, to, to your mate, right? To anyone who you value. Water your plants, you know. Because plants need love too. <laughs> um. 
and just and, and show yourself some love as well because I think that sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves you know just for existing you know I exist therefore you know I have to live according to this or that and sometimes it's not so much like that if this year has taught me anything it's taught me that I need to give myself a little more grace you know mercy just room to make mistakes and grow and and uh and trip and fall and get back up again you know sometimes you're skin and eat put some ointment on it and keep on moving that's what i'm trying to do now um so i just wanted to share that that perspective with you i just wanted to let you know where i'm at with things right now because sometimes i actually do um I actually do have these moments where I'm like, oh, I'm a little frustrated, you know? Like, where is that coming from? And I'll get so fixated on that one moment that I don't think about what the next moments could be if I just get over that. So what I'm trying to do now is just love myself a little more, love on other people more, and just focus on loving those who love me because I think that's all I can do in the end. And that's really all anyone can do. So no pressure. All right, thank you for listening to episode three. I can't wait till episode four. Much love. And if there's any topics you want to hear about, send me a message. Let me know and I'll work on it. Bye.